1: The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss Sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Brad.logan at Logan Media com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C O T E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now from the Vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field—it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever—a new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So be sure and head on over to the updated desktop or mobile website sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit join and use the promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus that's b-l-e-a-v 50 from basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take the advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts that's betonline.ag and welcome into today's show we're one day away one day away from the battle for the golden egg in starkville 6 30 is the kickoff on espn you can also catch it of course on the ole miss radio network and our good friends at the mississippi state radio network i don't think you'll find a nicer guy than the neil price and matt wyatt they do a great job with jay perry on the sideline, Charlie Winfield and Bart Gregory do pre- and post-game host uh, duties for them. Charlie was on this program earlier this week and had some great insight on Mississippi State and the game uh, upcoming here tomorrow. So uh, I definitely want to say hello to, to those guys. I think because today we'll have a lot of Mississippi State listeners because today we want to feature the Egg Bowl. We want to feature all the wins, all the losses, all the big games And today we'll have a lot of the radio calls, a lot of the TV calls. So we want to say a special thank you to the Ole Miss Radio Network, uh, the MSU Radio Network, and, uh, you know, unfortunately a lot of the folks that you'll hear are are passed away. But their calls live on forever. Unfortunately, some of the players that you will hear about have passed away. But the good news, they all live forever because Mississippi State and Ole Miss is a rivalry that, that we all love so much. And so Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, tomorrow night, uh, it will be another Egg Bowl put in the history books. This series dates back to 1901, and uh, I think from 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 if memory serves, the uh, by the way, Mississippi State won that first meeting in 1901, seventeen to nothing. Uh, the last meeting, uh, Ole Miss won thirty-one to twenty-four in Oxford. That of course was last year on November the 28th of 2020. Since 1927. The winning squad has been awarded the possession of the Golden Egg Trophy. Now, there's been some th- talks about how um, you know the Clarion Ledger has got involved and called it the Battle. I'm sorry, the, the Egg Bowl, but it's always kind of been the Battle for the Golden Egg since 1927. It is the 118th meeting, and Ole Miss uh, holds an edge of 63, 46, and six. But I'll be honest, over the last like 20, 25 years been really close it's been nip and tuck and for the most part the home team you know excited come out on top but there have been some instances and we'll hear those calls later on where the road team has done a nice job in the in the other person's backyard and winning big games we'll kind of start here uh, today remembering back to the egg bowls for the 1983 game which it was uh, has been coined the immaculate deflection or the wind bowl and that of course is when Artie cosby kicked the the, the ball that appeared to be going right down the middle and uh, the wind blew back. Ole Miss ended up winning the game down in Jackson 24-23, to and that's what kind of would begin an incredible uh, series over the last 30 years between these two teams, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. 1992 uh, – I'm sorry, let, let's talk about 91 for a moment. I think it's a big game. It was a big game because it was uh, the very uh, first year for head coach Jackie Sherrill just the, the Egg Bowl was played back on campus since 1972, and it was played at uh, in, in, in Mississippi State's uh, back then. It was just Scott Field. Jackie Sherrill led the Bulldogs a 24-9 to victory. And what I found was interesting is that that victory was State's first win over Ole Miss in Starfield since 1942. Uh, the actual uh, series at that point was 0-11-3. So interesting that, uh, that Mississippi State – uh, kind of started a streak there in 1994 I'm sorry it ended the streak in 1991 1992 the 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 game would be come back to Oxford and that would be coined the stand many people remember that one uh, because it was raining it was snowing it was spitting snow 12 turnovers between the two but that goal line stand uh, and a lot of folks call that the red death defense of Ole Miss ended up giving the Rebels a win they would go on to play in the Independence Bowl that year and I think they had eight plays inside the 10. I know uh, Orlando Truett was able to get the pass interference uh, call against Ole Miss. It kind of – and then it was half the distance of the two. And I think there were four more plays. But that resulted in negative yardage. The final pass from quarterback Greg Plump would fall incomplete. Only 20 seconds left, and Ole Miss won that game 17-10. to And everybody remembers the next big win. Uh, this time Ole Miss was able to get the win in 1997. It was a big game, which Stuart Stewart, uh, Stewart Patridge connected with Corey Peterson. Only 25 seconds to go, and Ole Miss went for two. And, of course, Peterson called it 15-14 to 14 would be uh, the win. It would uh, – honestly, Ole Miss would secure its first uh, bowl burst since that 1992 win over Mississippi State and reach the bowl. In fact, 1997 was the Motor City Bowl when Ole Miss played Randy Moss. The next season would see Mississippi State and have one of its best – uh, seasons in uh, modern history when it clinched the SEC Western Division title, beating Ole Miss soundly 28 to six, and that's of course uh, that win sent Mississippi State to the SEC Championship game. Uh, it eventually would lose to Tennessee, but then went on to play in the Cotton Bowl. Obviously, that was the Pine Box year in which Tommy Tuberville's last game at Ole Miss. Uh, two, two, actually two days later, after losing the game, headed to Auburn. So, uh, Ole Miss hired David Cutcliffe as that replacement. Uh, Mississippi State continued to have a big game uh, in 1999, the pick and the kick. That's one we'll hear highlights from in just a little bit. Remember, I'd, I'd forgotten this, and then I kind of went back and watched some highlights. Mississippi State was down 20-6. to They rallied in the fourth quarter. And with just 20 seconds to go, instead of kneeling the ball out, and go to overtime, Ole Miss decided to run a play deep in their own territory. Quarterback Romero Miller drops back. Deep pass deflected in the hands. Went off the foot of cornerback Robert Bean. Finally intercepted by Eugene Clinton and returned deep into Re- Re- Rebel territory. The next play, eight seconds to go. Scott Westerfield was good from 44 yards out and Mississippi State wins in 1999. Big, big time play for Scott Westerfield and uh, another huge win in, in this particular rivalry. 2003, we'll remember, that was the 100th game in the series. It was a, uh, a game in which Ole Miss uh, shared uh, uh, the SEC West with LSU, but LSU would go on and play in the SEC championship game. Eli Manning did a nice job. It was a big-time rain that day. I just remember like the bottom had fallen out. It was a a huge rain, but Eli Manning and and Ole Miss shut out Mississippi State. The first shutout since 1971 when uh, Ole Miss shut out Mississippi State 48 to nothing. And it it was uh, the final game for Jackie Sherrill as its football coach in the middle of the uh, 2003 season. If you remember, he had announced his retirement. He finished out his, uh, his season back in 2003, and Ole Miss was able to get the win. 2007 was, boy, that was a heck of a game for Mississippi State. We'll all remember that one. They call it the comeback. And Mississippi State was trailing 14 to nothing with less than eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And Ed Ron, yeah, we remember. Brent Schaefer, uh, there at the middle of the field, went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. It's 49-yard line. And Jarvis Green-Ellis, who I think is still playing in the NFL, will stop for a loss. They turned over on downs. Uh, Mississippi State, of course, scores the touchdown, got all the momentum, and went on to win the game 17-14. to It uh, marked the last game of Ed Ogeron's tenure as head coach at the Rebels. The Ole Miss went 0-8 in the SEC that year. 2008, in comes Houston Nutt for Ole Miss, and uh, this would be the last game of, uh, of Sylvester Croom's uh, tenure as head coach at Mississippi State, as uh, Houston Nutt's first Egg Bowl was a big one. They had a record number of sacks that day. Tyson Lee was sacked a good bit. Ole Miss finished eight and four, and five and three in the SEC. As Ole Miss won forty-five to nothing, it was a big shutout. Ole Miss would eventually go to the Cotton Bowl and beat Oklahoma State, or it's Texas Tech. I can't remember. Maybe Texas Tech. But uh, Mississippi State would end up finishing four and eight that year, and Sylvester Croom resigned just a few hours later. And uh, of course, we know what happens next. Yes, sir. Here comes Dan Mullen. And here comes the rivalry. 2009, uh, Ole Miss, uh, a big upset win over LSU. Came to start with an 8-3 and three record. Everybody remembers that. Ranked number 20, and the Bulldogs had uh, already clinched bowl. Uh, they were not going to be bowl eligible at 4-7. Mississippi State, Anthony Dixon had a big day, 133 on the ground, a touchdown. And Chris Ralph, my gosh, Ole Miss just could not stop Chris Ralph. Ran for 131 yards, completed a couple touchdown passes. And uh, it's a big win, 41-27. And I think that was the first game. Uh, yes, that was the first Egg Bowl for uh, Mississippi State coach Dan Mullen. Got on the mic, and here we go. You know, Brian Haydad and I talked about the rivalry and kind of how it got cranked up. Dan Mullen kind of started in 09. We'll never lose to that team again. That's what he said. Unbelievable. And here goes the rivalry, man. And, it, and it's, been, it's been wild since then. 2013, we remember that game well. Nico Whitley, in overtime, knocks the ball away from Bo Wallace as he's trying to, to, to have a score, the game-tying touchdown. Jamerson Love recovers the ball in the end zone to seal the victory, 2013. One of the most debilitating and difficult losses to swallow uh, for Ole Miss fans was 2013. That was tough. And uh, Nico Whitley made a great play. If you remember, injured quarterback Dak Prescott came off the bench uh, and Mississippi State was trailing 10-7 to in the middle of the fourth quarter. And Mississippi State went down and had the game-tying field goal that forced OT. And we'll remember what happened in overtime. Dak scored a touchdown on fourth down from the three. The next play, that's when Strip, uh, Whitley, uh, Nico Whitley stripped the ball from for, for Boaz, who who was, I mean, I think it was at the one or the two, wasn't he? He was close. He was about to score. 2014, that was the year game day came to Oxford. And then the next week game day came to Starkville. Mississippi State, college football playoff team. Ole Miss, I think, gosh, you guys will have to help me here. And if you want to hit me up if I'm wrong, I think Ole Miss was maybe four or three. And I know State was number one. But 2014 kept Mississippi State away from from a bigger season now. The Bulldogs went on to play in the Orange Bowl. But it was pretty much Jalen Walton's show. He had a career-high 148 yards rushing, including the big 91-yard touchdown. It was a big game for Ole Miss. It was a, a big win for, for Ole Miss, and it felt like Mississippi State had gained a good bit of momentum in the series. A big, of course, Mississippi State gets to number one, It Ole Miss wins the game 31-17. to 17. The very next year in Starkville, Probably the most decisive I've ever seen Ole Miss in Starkville. Most of the time, Ole Miss, if they win in Starkville, it's really close. 2015, Hugh Freeze took a the team over there, and they were really prepared. Mississippi State did not play well at all, but Ole Miss did. Rebels were ranked number 18th in the country, got out to a 21 to nothing first quarter lead, and it was pretty much over after that. Mississippi State made a nice comeback in the end. They were ranked number 21 at the time. Thirty-eight to twenty-seven win. Ole Miss wins in Davis Wedge Stadium. Rebels finished that year ten and three, win a big bowl game, six and two in the SEC after the big Sugar Bowl win over Oklahoma State. Credit Mississippi State man, came back and beat NC State in the Belk Bowl. Finished nine and four, nice year for the Bulldogs. Four and four in the SEC. Twenty sixteen, not a great year uh, for either team. Both teams entered the game at 2-5 in the conference. If Ole Miss wins, they get uh, some form of a bowl eligibility, and Mississippi State would um, would, have, would be 5-7, and seven, I think, and a chance to play in a bowl game due to the uh, academic progress rate. It would end up being the biggest ever Mississippi State win in Oxford, 35-point win, 55-20, and a great performance by sophomore quarterback Nick Fitzgerald. He rushed for a school record, two hundred fifty-eight yards. Twenty seventeen, we'll remember that uh, Fitzgerald would dislocate his ankle, and DK Metcalf uh, did the uh, dog in the end zone thing. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a couple a couple of years later. But the the Rebels built a twenty-four to six lead in the third quarter over the Bulldogs. And Stark Keaton Thompson would come on and uh, lead the Bulldogs to a fifteen point rally. It wouldn't be enough. Uh, Ole Miss would win the game thirty-one to twenty-eight, and uh, it would be, I think, yeah, it was Dan Mullen's last game at Mississippi State, as he would head over and coach the University of Florida. Now we know what happened to Dan in Florida. Another story <laughs> for another day. Matt Luke, of course, was coaching as an interim, as Coach Freeze was not uh, was uh, no longer the head coach. I, I, I guess that's the easiest way to say that. They dropped that interim title, and Matt Luke became the head coach at that point. Come back to Oxford the next year, and uh, it was a fight. It was a big fight, and uh, no fight out of Ole Miss very much. Bulldogs win thirty-five to three, and uh, I think more than anything, the day that uh, that's when kind of when Matt Corral got in the end zone, and people said that's my quarterback, and that's kind of when Matt Corral took a big step forward. Fast forward a little bit to 2019. That's when Elijah Moore made the gesture in the end zone. Let's let's break this down just for a moment. And let's kind of just recap that game. Back into the fourth quarter. Ole Miss Trail, Mississippi State, 21 to 14. I think um, it says with nine seconds to go. And that's when Matt Corral completed the two yard pass to Moore for the touchdown. Uh, and that that, that left uh, four seconds to go. But what, uh, what I remember is there was about a minute and ten to go. Ole Miss got the ball back. And Matt Corral threw a bomb and it's completed into Mississippi State territory. Pass was complete. They get down the field. Elijah Moore catches the touchdown. The 15-yard penalty backs it up. And you've got a very long extra point. It ended up being a 35-yard field goal in the middle of the field. And Luke Logan missed it. Mississippi State won twenty one to twenty. Egg bowl man. Anything can happen. Just leaked it right. Never came back. Just pushed it. And then, you know <laughs> the sideline erupts. That stadium goes ballistic. That's one of the loudest stadiums I've ever I've ever been in. I was on the field and it was absolutely crazy. Matt Luke got fired after the game. So did Joe Moorhead. The Egg Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. 2019 saw a, a COVID-based, I guess you could say, Egg Bowl. Ole Miss wins the game 31-24. Had a chance to make it a lot larger lead and couldn't, uh, could not capitalize on some opportunities. Mississippi State comes back in the end. Will Rogers has a... Hail Mary at the end of the game, falls incomplete. Press conference the other day after Tennessee State, Will Rogers says all he's thought about from the moment past when incomplete was playing Ole Miss in Starkville. Absolutely love this game. A reminder, today's podcast is being brought to you in part by Bet Online. Be sure to head on over to the new and updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. There. There you can receive your bonus. That's bitonline.ag. So happy to be a part of the 247 Sports Crew. We're having a blast over Inside the Rebels. Hope you've read our fearless forecast. It's a good one. David Johnson, Chris Brooks, they've just uh, launched their podcast. And it's, it's going to continue to evolve. Part of the 247 podcast platform. So... You'll definitely want to begin downloading that on Apple and Google Play and Spotify where you get your podcast. So a lot of great information, a lot of recruiting. Tyler Comis right now is doing a great job, and I'm just so happy to be a contributor with the good folks at 247 inside the Rebels. And I know we're talking a lot of Mississippi State, so MSU fans, definitely check out jeanspage.com. It's Bulldogs247, Bulldogs with a W, 247. Uh, Gene Twindall does a great job along with Steve Robertson and then Robbie Falk and then Paul Jones. It's a great crew over there. So if you're interested in message boards and that sort of thing and you like Mississippi State, there's a spot for you at Bulldogs247.com. Gene's page. Let's look back at some of the calls, some of the names we haven't heard in a while. Stan Torgerson, David Kellum. Jack Crystal, Jim Ellis, Matt Wyatt, John Carrero. This game means a lot to me. I can remember seeing this this game in Jackson, Mississippi, when I was 12, 13, and uh, it stuck with me. I've missed some along the way, but I think more than anything, you remember not only the games itself, you remember who took you. I remember going to the game in Jackson with my uncle and my first cousin and my dad. I remember walking into Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. Half the the crowd was maroon, half the crowd was red. And I was just a kid ready to see a football game. I remember when it came back to campus. I remember the fights. I remember all the fights. It was a lot of fights in the stands. I remember my dad looking at me and said, son, do you know anything about liquor bottles? And I said, no, sir, I, I, I don't. He I said, take a look. <laughs> I looked down and looked across. And he said, that, that's what that is. I remember a guy. It was a, a night game. And we were on about the 40th, 50th row or somewhat. The guy just missed a step. First thing that hit was the back of his head. Jumped right back up and kept walking. I remember seeing all the, you know, the, the the bands, seeing the mascots, hearing the different PA voices, the popcorn hot dogs. A lot of the folks that we've enjoyed the Egg Bowl with are not here anymore. They still live on. We just don't forget them. Look forward to listening to some calls with you on the MSU Radio Network, the Ole Miss Radio Network, ESPN, the SEC Network, right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network.
3: It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring Honors College, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss.
2: And welcome back to the show. A lot of people remember it all kind of began for everyone in the 1983 Egg Bowl, the Immaculate Deflection. Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium, here's the play. All squarely in
4: the middle of the field, State needs a chip shot to win the game. The dogs elect to try it on third down. Into the stiff win, Artie Cosby, the freshman from Starkville, on to try the 26-yard field goal. His kick goes straight up and straight down. Stopped by a mighty gust of wind, the ball seemed to spin as if on a pinwheel. No good. Billy Brewer had called timeout prior to the kick. Was it to ice Cosby or to wait for the gust of wind?
3: I think this team was the team that really legitimately kind
0: of turn the ball for the Ole Miss football program to have legitimate legitimacy as a Southeastern Conference football school. Weather-wise, we do not have an ideal fall Mississippi day. In fact, it feels more like an April day relative to November. It is 75 degrees. The wind is extremely high, and it could play havoc with the passing game and the kicking game this afternoon and could well be a factor in this contest. The snap, there it is, it is placed down there's the kick. It turns, it turns, it is no good. And that ball was held up by the wind, blew it completely to the left of the kicker in the goal post. He was plenty high and plenty long. This is unbelievable.
5: You know, the wind was blowing strong but somebody knocked it down and it wasn't any of our players. When
6: I saw the ball hesitate, I said, oh my goodness, and it came back at us. And it was one play I'll never forget in in my life. There was one more step to take, one more obstacle to
0: cross in the form of the Mississippi Rebels. The classic fall rivalry of the Deep South had a new twist this year. The game would be brought back
3: to campus for the first time in 20 years.
7: Going back throughout the The year, and certainly the LSU game was a a must game for us. It was a must game to have a winning season, a must game to to put us in position to go to the bowl game. But the Mississippi game was far uh, the most important to our players. Our players uh, felt like, uh, you know, that game uh, was very important. That game meant an awful lot. And the thing that certainly helped us is having that game on campus. THE STUDENTS, THE FANS, and OUR CROWD IN THE STADIUM, THE ATMOSPHERE ON CAMPUS uh, WAS TREMENDOUS. AND IT EXEMPLIFIED WHAT COLLEGE FOOTBALL IS REALLY uh, HERE FOR. AND, YOU KNOW, BEFORE THE GAME, and, and, AND BILLY SAID, YOU KNOW, this YOU DID THE RIGHT THING OF BRINGING the, THE GAME TO CAMPUS, LOOKING IN THE STANDS. AND I THINK THAT THERE'S NO QUESTION THAT, YOU KNOW, THE STATEMENT WAS MADE BECAUSE OUR PEOPLE STAYED THERE THROUGHOUT THE GAME AND AT THE END OF THE GAME. AND THEY CELEBRATED BECAUSE THEY HAD A PART IN US WINNING AND HAD A PART IN Bringing the egg trophy or bowl trophy back. Sleepy Robinson checking that five-man front. Robinson
0: wants to throw off the option under pressure. Fires it deep in the corner. Harris has got it for a touchdown. Robinson calling his play on the line of scrimmage. Handles the ball, goes to Galloway who dives and scores. Bulldogs now break the linebacker off the ball and now under heavy pressure, back to throw. Schaus is going to be sacked all the way back to the 43-yard line. This is all the natural crowd noise. And Schaus wants to throw, and Russ drops back, has plenty of time, fires it deep down the middle on the post pattern, and it is intercepted by Mississippi State. Interceptor Tony Harris goes to the ground at the 9-yard line. Robinson checking the 6-5, comes on the bootleg action, has running room toward the goal line, and the corner scores! Ricky Robinson on the bootleg action, runs over Thompson Godwin, and
7: scores! I had no idea what <clears throat> this meant, because i have never been in one. Uh, but the players conducted themselves, went about their business. Uh, this week, they controlled themselves. Uh, they had a, a goal, they had a mission to, to reach. And, you know, just like uh, Sleepy earlier in the week, he said, you know, I may not play again if we don't win this game. And it kind of shocked you, but it meant that much to him to, to win this game.
8: Nine of 14 on fourth down this year are the Bulldogs. This is not your normal fourth down play. Jordan, ball is tipped. they The truth being guarded by Tony Collier and it appears to be pass interference. You watch it, you know, the good defensive play, but the defender came in just a little early. Just a little early. There's a receiver, he looks like he's open. There's a pass interference call. But here's a problem on the field. Bob, the official's making a mistake here. He's giving the ball to his oh Miss, but in doing so, he stopped the clock. Yeah, that gave him at least an extra 15 seconds or so. Fourth down coming up. Bluff looking into the end zone. Incomplete. Off the hands of Willie Harris. No flags. Ole Miss has held again and, barring a miracle, has won the football game. Okay, what a defensive play that time. Of, the defender was all over and through the ball just a little behind him. But Ole Miss may have dodged the bullet here. The
9: game there was going to be an opportunity for either one of these teams to go to a bowl game. Whoever won the Egg Bowl is going to a bowl game. So there was even more pressure and the fact that our fans and our seniors had been through so much not being able to go to, to a bowl game. This this meant a lot for, for this program to get us going in the right direction.
5: Bulls are still alive with 2.12 to go and one
9: timeout. I mean, it was it was a pressure game anyway, but this essentially this was
10: our last opportunity. Absolutely, this was the last drive. We knew we had to capitalize on that. If we're gonna win, this is the game-winning drive.
4: Second down and a bunch, 23 to go. But of course,
6: the Rebels,
9: they've got to go to the end zone. You know, we, it was second and long and, and, you know, even more pressure on our offense to, to get half of that back and then get the first down.
4: Down 14-7, Patrick over the middle, and it's complete.
6: What a catch. And
9: Andre was an incredible receiver, and he goes up and, and saved the day, essentially, on that catch. There's the
4: snap to Stewart. He's looking to throw over the middle. He's got a hand down. down. It's Andre, Andre. Rome Andre Rohn back to the end zone all by himself for the score.
10: We're still out there, and it was just that hold it, wait. And we're, we're looking at the sidelines, and uh, you know, we you know, see if you guys come on the field and realize we're going for it. We kind
9: of came over on the sideline, they're like, uh, you know, what are we gonna do? Like, let's go for two. I think Tuberville knowing our offense and Noel Mazzoni, our offensive coordinator, trusting us and he saw the look in our eyes that hey, it, we, we got an opportunity here to close this game right now, let's do it. So he's like, all right, we're gonna call Solo Z-Drive. Solo was the protection, Z-Drive was the play. Uh, when you're you're the, the Z receiver, as I was, you're just running a, a crossing route, trying to beat one-on-one coverage. I remember I had a guy named Eric Dotson on me. He was a big nose guard, about 350 pounds.
4: And uh, I was like, I'm going to have to cut this big joker because <laughs> the ball was going to come right over the middle. Rebels trying to do it here. There's the snap, looking to throw. Back in the end zone.
9: Kevin Sluder was a—it was a huge defensive end, great player, and I, I didn't really see the angle uh, until you know years later. But to see that angle from the back, where he comes up, it really—he comes about an inch or two from blocking that ball. Stewart just put it right under his arm, his elbow, and—and and I'm sure Kevin probably felt the ball go by. The Rebels had gambled it all, and won big.
11: Listen up. Nobody coming into this season thought we'd finish eight and four. Nobody thought you'd finish eight and four. The seniors, you're leaving here champions. You built the foundation. Last year, senior class came in, put down, dug a hole. You put that foundation in to build our future. To build our future. To build the state dominance and you're leaving here champions. You're leaving here champions. we get to, we're never losing to this team again. No. 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 I want to present this trophy so he can bring it home, put it in that rightful place. To our president, Dr. (laughs) Mark. Safety.
6: Ronnie Hurd was too late in coming over. You see, he went for the vertical receiver down the middle. Look at Simone's. Not only does he catch the ball, he does a good job of finding the end zone, diving, and getting it in. He ran like a wide receiver. He was one in high school. Now, remember, we talked about the ability for Wayne Madkin to scramble and make the big play. Was the way he's going to win this ballgame? That's exactly what he did. His ability to get out of the trouble and throw the football. This to tie the game. Three yards and the game tying touchdown. Are you surprised he went the tie in overtime and not for the two? I am not. Okay. Because of the momentum, the crowd's back into the game. Happy number 29. He's off the hook. For now. For now. Not over yet. Deuce McAllister, nowhere to run. Hold down at the 23 with there. Many teams in college football, when they get the crowd back in, they play at a different level. They will throw. Miller will air it out. oh, look out for an It it is picked off. UG Clinton down the sideline and knocked out of the 27. All right, then. get old Scott Westerfield on the field right now. Call a timeout. Oh, my goodness. a job here by Bean, getting up oh. in the air, he meant to kick that baby, he's right to you, yeah. <laughs> he he got up in the air though, nice job of highballing. Kirk, it reminds me of the Nebraska kick, Yes, you all the has got ready to kick, it's got
12: to be one of the most exciting eight balls ever, Yeah, Mike? Very much so, from 44 yards
6: who missed the extra point earlier, had a game-winner against Kentucky. Tichero, who's bounced around, who's misunderstood in college football coaching circles, but he's been here longer than any other stop, and he's led this special season. A nine-win season at Mississippi State, and the quarterback who got pulled before all the big comebacks, Wayne Matkin, got the job done tonight. The interception on the big play came from Eugene Clinton. (laughs) <laughs> an interception. And the game is over, and Mississippi State has won the Egg Bowl. ...by the Bulldogs, here's Schaefer in the pocket. as he throws, touchdown Ole Miss!
4: Wide open in the middle of the end zone with Shea Hunt.
13: 48
4: yards his career long is 47 against UAB a year ago
6: for the win it's on the way it's good what a turn of events in Starkville Mississippi.
3: Quarter wasn't about football. The fourth quarter was about what's inside a young man's home. As I said when I came here, until you get character, you're not going to win. We've got character. We'll continue to add talent to it, and we'll continue our quest in the future to win the conference championship.
6: Sack number eleven, Greg Hardy. Greg
4: Hardy, folks, came into this game with 13 tackles,
8: and seven of those were behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Hardy's numbers are mind-boggling, Dave. That's his third sack on the day. He's got eight and a half sacks on the season. That gives him 21 and a half sacks in 30 games.
5: Tyrone
4: Nix getting a little... uh, Boy, he deserved that, Doing a number to this Mississippi State squad. Total, utter domination as the Rebels blank Mississippi State 45 to nothing as they reclaim the Golden Egg Trophy after a three point nightmare of a defeat a year ago. But Houston Nutt has come to town and put up eight wins. What a remarkable job for Coach Houston Nutt in this Ole Miss football team. Their eyes set on postseason, perhaps the Cotton Bowl, as they went at 45 to nothing.
6: This much
12: energy in a stadium all season long. This has been fun to be a part of. And now some extra correct And that will do it for the ball game.
6: With 20 seconds left to play, the Bulldogs storm the field.
12: Kyle Love, the senior out of Fairburn, Georgia, with the trophy on top of his head,
4: high above, so everybody in the stadium can get along. The game is over Bulldogs 41, Rebels 27. Russell, the Rebels show a four-man rush, now show a blitz on the offside. Russell, still waiting for the snap, there it is, here comes Fresher, he's in the pocket, he's hit and he's sacked back at the 40-yard line, that's a loss of seven, C.J. Johnson. Play action pass, Wallace, deep over the middle, he's got Moncrief, snag at the 45, the 40, he could go, he's gone, 10-5, touchdown, Oh Miss! A great reaching catch for Dante Moncrief, and the Rebels regain the lead. Ball on the right hash again. Russell fakes it to Perkins, he's being chased. Sidesteps to his left, fires over the middle, the pass is high and incomplete and picked off. It's picked off by DeHendrick Collins. Collins returns it to the near sidelines, the 15 to the 20, still spins off a tackle and out of bounds around the 30-yard line. Rebels show three, they bring only three. In trouble, is Russell launches it left side. It's going to be picked off by Kim Digi. Denzel Kim Digi steps in front of the pass, and the Georgia native has the interception. And the Rebels will have it at midfield. And the fake to Mackey, the throw, to the end zone is caught. Touchdown! Dante Montre strikes again. Feed him, feed him. The Rebels extend the lead. Pistol formation for Bo Wallace. Behind him is. Randall Mackey, the fake to Mackey. looking to throw, Wallace zips it to the end zone. He fit him
13: again! Dante
4: Moncrief, touchdown Ole Miss!
13: Well, once again, just the play action freezes that safety,
4: David. I, I, I don't know if State's going to decide they're going to cover Moncrief tonight, but that's the third post route, and Moncrief makes them pay. From the 40. Bernetti at quarterback, takes the gun, snaps, going to take off running. He's to the 45, to the 50. He's to the 40 of Ole Miss. Breaks the tackle. State rather to the 35 and down to the Bulldog 32-yard line. There's the snap. Wallace to throw, slant route over the middle. He's got Sanders caught at the five. He pushes toward the end zone. Did he break the plane? Yes! Touchdown, Ole Miss! There's a snap to Russell, only a three-man rush. He has time now, hit in the pocket. He pulls it back in. He is sacked back at the 18-yard line by E.J. Epperson. Russell in the gun, there's the snap. Three-man rush again. C.J. Johnson gets through and hits him at the ten. Only a three-man rush and he shark fins the fans as Johnson got through for another sack. Emerson met him on the other side.
12: Will be under center.
4: Victory formation, there's a snap and a knee. And that's it, the old Miss Rebels as the clock goes to all zeros, has won over Mississippi State, sixth victory. And Hugh Freeze in his first year is bowl eligible. Wow, that sounds good. Well, it does. Has converted.
0: All right, it's first down, Ole Miss on the on the 12-yard line. Trying to get it in the end zone. Mississippi State leading 17 to 10 in the overtime period. Snap to Wallace and he keeps it, and he runs it
6: to the 5 and in the end zone. Bulldogs pick it up and run it out of the rear of the end zone, and it's a ball game that's in the record book. Bulldogs have won it 17-10 to 10 in overtime. Oh, Unbelievable. my goodness. John Carrero, what about it?
7: <laughs> I, you know, all I could see, Jim, was him going into that end zone, much like Dak Prescott, and all of a sudden that ball came loose, and someone was able to jump on it for the Bulldogs.
4: Quick pitch by Wallace to Walton. He starts right, nothing there. Now tries to go back left and then angles up the middle of the field. Oh, he's broken
7: clear. He's to the
4: 20. He's to the 30. He's to the 40. Can he get there? He's got a blocker. He's to the 40. He's to
6: the 30. He's to the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Oh, man. Wow. All I can say is wow. 90 one yards. It was supposed to be a toss sweep to the right side David. Nothing there. He stumbled He went back inside. and Then he ducked a couple tacklers. Got a block from one of the outside receivers and he's off to the races. We
4: the third, the, the third quarter. So Mississippi State and Ole Miss will go to the fourth quarter of the 2014 Egg Bowl with the Rebels leading 24 to 10. 48. Big play here for the Bulldogs. Trip to the right. One receiver left makes the handoff, Prescott the throw, over the middle, it's gonna be a diving catch, and Mississippi State converts a big third down there. Prescott throws one-on-one toward the end zone to Wilson. And Wilson goes up. Does he hold it? And he does. Touchdown as he threw it over Webster for the score. And Runyon Wilson is becoming a handful for Ole Miss. He's a man. He's to the 50. He's got to the 40, to the 35, and knocked out of bounds. Keep in Bulldog territory. What a great call by Hugh Freeze. It's going to be a throw toward the end zone. It's caught as it's going to be a throw by Jordan Wilkins. freeze, playbook. Go, fourth and go for the four for the Bulldogs. Three receivers left. Prescott puts a man in motion. That's Johnson. There's the snap. He looks for the Tebow run. Now throws to the end zone again, and that's incomplete. It's no good. The Rebels will take over as Cody proves. snap. Bo Wallace goes to a knee. This one, my friends, is over. You can count it down. Some of the students rushing to the Egg Bowl Trophy of the players. CJ got there first with Keith Lewis. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Ole Miss 31. Mississippi State 17. Two seconds. One second. The Rebels have won the
12: 2014 Egg Bowl. First and ten, and they're in their victory formation. Ole Miss can improve to nine and three on the season, and still pondering the possibility of a berth in the Sugar Bowl. The trophy will stay in Oxford, Mississippi, for another year. Their first win here in Starkville since 2003, when they won that game, 31 to nothing. C.J. Johnson, the fifth-year senior, trotting it around the field. And Dak Prescott will see his career come to an end here in Starkville on an inauspicious note as we go downstairs to quit for more.
0: Those will taste real good in Starkville this year. What a great performance by Mississippi State. They shut out. Ole Miss in the second half and they are grabbing that trophy that belongs to us. How sweet it is, huh? Come to your rival's stadium and take the hardware home. A lot of these youngsters are very good friends. Dating back, of course, to high school. Oh, yeah. Pops. What a great job. Coach Mullen is with Kaylee, so let's go down below. Coach, that golden
9: egg has been in Oxford for two years. How does it feel long. to be able to take it back to Starkville?
11: <laughs> hey, you know what? I know this game means so much to the people of Mississippi to have that golden egg, bring it home to Starkville. Uh, it's unbelievable for our fans, all our people, these kids that, you know, put in so much. I'm so proud of our players. Uh, they never gave up. They continued to fight here uh, throughout the whole year I'm so proud of these guys. It's such a, a huge way to finish for our seniors A
12: lot. Of- Cold night for that Oh boy, he thought it was over and it wasn't over I'm not sure you can ever get used to the Gatorade bat. That's for sure. Got to snap it one more time. They do some pushing handshakes maybe we could just get everybody off the field Ole Miss is going to run to that trophy as the final seconds tick off the clock and look who's got it the kid who grew up right here in Starkville we had a huge game for the Bulldogs rivals we'll see what happens with both of those head coaches both of these programs in the days and weeks to come that with everything that's gone on with this rivalry over the last 18 months two years plus that is a satisfying win for Ole Miss a heartbreaker of a night for Mississippi State they will finish the regular year eight and four and wait to see what happens in their bowl game assignment explosive with the ball in his hand and it's gonna be fun to watch his career blossom they could not wait they could not wait for the final seconds to tick off the clock. Those guys, you saw McLaurin, one of the seniors, leading the way. They wanted their hands on that golden egg. And I don't blame them. what a performance in his first Egg Bowl. Joe Moorhead's Mississippi State Bulldogs dominated this one. Yeah, they did, and you see Joe Moorhead and Matt Luke exchange some pleasantries. Joe Moorhead's got to look on proud. I mean, that was a remarkable performance from a team that has really played sound quality football over the last four weeks. So the golden egg is headed back to Starkville, Mississippi State with a commanding performance here in Oxford. Great to have you with us, Greg, on this uh, Thanksgiving night. Good to be with you, buddy. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Laura Rutledge, our great crew, Thanks to everyone for putting in the work on this holiday, being away from their families for all their great performance here tonight. Mississippi State, a dominant victory for all of us. Here comes the pressure. Corral towards the goal
6: line. It is caught. It is a touchdown. Elijah Moore, and they're an extra point away from tying the game. And penalty markers get thrown after the play.
10: Oh, uh oh! Big time extra point here. If this is excessive celebration,
3: a sportsmanlike conduct
10: foul. Eight on the offense. A we will be enforced. 15
8: yards on the kickoff. We'll have the try. One on time down.
10: Now everybody on the Mississippi State coaches staff here is saying, No, no! Right now we want it. Yeah
13: from the from the three yard line from the try, wow. we're having a out
6: so this is going to be an extended extra point drive because wow. of the extensive celebration penalty against old miss so it comes down to the foot of luke rogan the junior from hattiesburg mississippi a 35-yard extra point to tie the game The pick is up, and it is no good! There are flags all over the field. The Bulldogs are celebrating. There's still four seconds left in this game. There are still four seconds left. There are still four seconds left. left. They have stormed the field. They have to get him off. Here's the touchdown by Moore. He got in despite the hit from Danzler. But Luke Logan, who had an opportunity. And you saw Elijah Moore, the excessive celebration, invoking, invoking DK Metcalf. Luke Logan had the opportunity to tie the game and missed it wide right. Motion.
5: End zone shot leaping attempt incomplete batted away and Mississippi State had a chance and he gets it through he got a touchdown game with 208 to go nobody back for state they didn't come close to it Mac Brown's gonna punch this one down inside the 10 and get into the end zone 23 seconds remaining they reset the chains, and you can hopefully get on the ball and spike it to try to get a second play. He's going deep down the sideline into triple coverage, and Ole Miss caught oh. for a first down. you got to get up on Fantastic the ball. Fantastic play with 12 seconds and ticking, and everybody will sprint down the field. Mary before a Hail Mary, right? I mean, he's just throwing this up. Everybody's just running straight. I, mean, I don't know how he comes down with that. Gotta buy time to get your receivers into the end zone. Five seconds left, three, two, end zone shot. Who wants it? It is incomplete. Knight was at the middle of that one. It falls to the turf, and Mississippi State
0: comes up just short. Three, two, one, bingo. The Bulldogs officially are the Western Division SEC champions and will head for the championship ball game. Rise to the occasion before the largest audience ever to witness the curtain closer for the regular season.
11: We had to play with a hunger, we had to play a little bit of an anger, play with that chip on our shoulder. and Most importantly, this week's ahead of us. is the most important week of the year. <laughs> 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 <And there's> <one's> It's hey, definitely on
6: the rise, going in the right direction. That's right, yeah. The kick is away. It's
0: long enough. It's high enough. Wrap it in maroon and white. Wrap it in maroon and white. And they are going to flood Scottsdale. He keeps
6: it and he runs it to the five. Come in the end
0: zone. Oh, pick
13: it up. Schools in, in rivalry games choose to play it out of hatred for the other school. That's not who we are. Here's why we will win the game tonight, because you're going to play for love from one another, not hatred for somebody else. You're going to play out of love for one another, because the guy from Tennessee in here understands what it's like for the guy in Mississippi here. The guy from Florida understands that this university is the one that gave you an education. The guy from Cali understands that. The guy from Atlanta, from Georgia, from Alabama, from Louisiana, from Ohio, from Illinois, you all get it that we all are at the University of Mississippi. The one and only one. The flagship university. And because of that, you're going to play for great love for each other and for that those people in those stands and all these wonderful recruits that are going to join us next year to make sure we do wondrous things here at this great place. Because the only thing that's separating us is a little help we can get you to come help us, it's gonna be national championship time right here at the University of Mississippi. And it starts tonight, listen to me. There's a group of seniors that just walked up that tongue. Those guys have had to put up with the more negative stuff over the last two years. They've had to hear it every single day. They've had to live it. And they have been the foundation of us turning this thing around, and they deserve to play 60 more. So you make sure you do your part, whether it's one play or whether it's always on the sideline. Whatever it is, you do your part to make sure that we get 60 more.
1: Uh, I'd say it's similar. It's uh, um, probably a little closer to what it was, uh, Texas Tech versus uh, A&M. But, you know, it's just good to be in stands where you're not looking at paper cutouts, you know. And uh, so it's a lot better year and a lot more exciting that
10: way. You know, I don't think I knew the toxicity as you refer to it. I mean, I had heard about it here or there, the, you know, recruiting issue, the time with the kid and all that. But, um, you know, so someone said it the other day, like we kind of don't make sense to be here, Leach and I, that we like get along. And so, um, you know, maybe we were brought here to bring a state together or something. you guys to get along it is football you know so really shouldn't hate people just because they went to a certain school but um i like him always liked him he's funny um does a great job wherever he's been and i do think it's amazing like they're their question that you can welcome to the home of the old miss
8: rebels bought hemingway stadium oxford mississippi a great atmosphere for college football today as the bulldogs of mississippi state Come visiting in this great rivalry. Hello again, I'm Bob Carpenter. Welcome to the final week of our coverage here of J.P. Sports SEC football. And a little bit of history to be made here today. For the first time in 20 years, this game is back here on the Oxford campus. And for the first time in almost 30 years, the Bulldogs and the Rebels go to a bowl game in the very same
2: season. And thanks once again, everybody, for listening to the show today. It was a bit of a special episode. We're able to bring you uh, some, some, some coaches that aren't here anymore, some voices that maybe have passed on. But the rivalry of the Egg Bowl, the battle for the golden egg, is one that will live on forever. We're so excited that we could bring you today's episode. And thanks once again to the Ole Miss Radio Network, the Mississippi State Radio Network, ESPN, the old Jefferson Pilot Sports, The Season, which is produced by Ole Miss Sports Properties, and Ole Miss video. Allowed us to, to kind of turn back the clock a little bit. And today we're so happy that you were with us as we remember the game we love so much. Once again, today's show is presented in part by Bet Online. Be sure and head on over to the new and updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Use the promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Egg Bowl coming up tomorrow, 6.30 kickoff, and we look forward to recapping the game right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network.